welcome to another fine, fun, fantastic, one-of-a-kind, amazing, terrific, monumental, record-breaking, world-beating, just out-of-this-world, one-of-a-kind edition of the Wrestling Outsiders podcast. What's with all the superlatives, you might ask? It's almost like I'm trying to kill some time because I'm talking to myself tonight. My name is Aria Whitner, and I am joined tonight by um, uh, no one, actually. Um, Brian isn't here. Uh, he's dealing with a family emergency. Before you ask, yes, he is my brother. Yes, we do have the same family. Um, of course, as some of you know, he lives in Pennsylvania. I live in Massachusetts. So I cannot be there at this time. I do send my best thoughts and wishes to uh, Brian and um, his entire family over there and hope um, everything turns out okay for him and especially his son. Um, so tonight I'm going to be here all alone. Um, I don't know how long I'm going to go, you know, 30 minutes. You know, Lord knows sometimes. I get going. I don't shut up. Uh, who knows? It might be for an hour. You know, it might be for a whole two hours. Um, and not going to be doing Slamboree. Brian will be back next Thursday night at 10, and we'll talk Slamboree 2000 then and jump back into the uh, uh, Russo WCW era from there. Instead, tonight, I'm uh, flying solo going to talk some wrestling, you know, some in general wrestling. Um, if you're out there listening to me out there in TV land and you want to give me a call and appear on this fine, fine wrestling podcasting program, uh, we do take phone calls. No one ever calls. We do take them if someone calls. Phone number is 347-850-1120. That's 347-850-1120. If you want to talk some wrestling, if you want to ask me questions, if you want me to interview you here on the air, hell, we used to do a segment called Stump Aria where Brian would try to stump me with the most obscure wrestling trivia he could find, but with my encyclopedic knowledge of wrestling, to the point that even Dave Meltzer says, you might know a little too much. It's very hard to stump me. But I'm confident that somebody is out there, that somebody is out there and may want to give it a shot. So give us a call. Uh, again, 347-850-1120. And uh, you'll be put on the air. But uh, let's talk some wrestling. The big story of the week, wrestling-wise, was the New Japan Dominion show this past uh, Saturday, late Saturday night, early Sunday morning in the U.S. It was Sunday in Japan where it happened for the big match. Uh, Kazuchika Okada defending the IWGP title against Kenny Omega in a rematch from the Tokyo Dome show. Um, And this surpassed expectations. 
You know, sometimes it's hard when you have an all-time classic match to try to even match that, much less top that. And you think about all the pressure these two guys must have had, they they managed to uh, meet all that pressure. A lot of people say it was better than the original match. Um, In my opinion, and again, this is just my opinion, um, I don't think it. I don't think it was as good as Tokyo Dome. But when you say that the Tokyo Dome, in some people's mind, Tokyo Dome was the greatest wrestling match of all time. To be a step below the greatest wrestling match of all time is still pretty good, in my opinion. Um, there were some amazing moments, and I know a lot of people. You know, there's a lot of people out there who don't watch Japanese wrestling. Um, whether it's the language barrier, whether they just don't really appreciate the psychology and all that, you know, this match, you know, it's hard to explain to somebody who's not going to like it. But for those of you who can appreciate two people that you may never have heard of before, you may never have watched Okada, you may never have watched Omega wrestle, you owe it to yourself to give this match a chance. I know it's a Japanese wrestling match. I know that we have, in this world we have short attention spans, and it is a 60-minute time limit draw. However, it, it's well worth your hour. It's going to be on access at some point in the next two weeks, being called by Jim Ross. So in case you think Kevin Kelly and Don Callis are an overrated announced duo, it's being announced on access by Jim Ross. So you don't have to go to uh, New Japan World if you don't want to. Pluck down the 999 yen. Sit here and listen to the greatest announcer in wrestling call one of the greatest matches, you know, not just of the year, but possibly ever. Um, As far as 60-minute draws go, you know, I thought the first 30 minutes of this match blew by, and it wasn't until about 45 minutes in that I started thinking that there was a chance that they were going to go 60 minutes. But, you know, I still you know, didn't really believe they were going to go 60. They recreated the table spot in a way. You might recall at Wrestle Kingdom 11, uh, Okada backdropped Omega over the top rope through a table on the floor in one of... Uh, biggest and most amazing spots of the match while this time as you may have seen they did everything they set up that spot they set up a table outside and they went move for move exactly what they did to set up that spot uh okada backdrops omega over the top rope but this time omega hangs on lands on the apron and stops himself from going over um and of course a few minutes later, Okada put or attempted to throw Omega through the table with an elbow drop from the top rope to the floor. Uh, however, even in, in Japan, even the tables are strong style and work stiff as the table barely moved. And um, came up worse for wear for that one. I did flip out in a bad way when the entire Bullet Club came running out. Cody came out and um, tried to throw in a towel on Omega, 
and who knows what that might lead to with him in the Bullet Club. Uh, but Cody's the next challenger for Okada on the uh, July 2nd weekend shows or the July 1st show in Long Beach. Um, that's going to be live on Access. Um, anyway, the entire Bullet Club comes out for probably the last 15 minutes, give or take. And, and it was weird because they came out and you groan because so many damn outside interference finishes sometimes in New Japan. It's gotten to the point where it's just become a joke. Uh, but Bullet Club never interfered. Um, after Cody was calmed down and they took his towel away and didn't let him throw it in on Omega, um, the match continued. And these two, you know, just feeling exhaustion at the end. That last 10 minutes, that you know, for people who say they don't sell enough in Japan, you may accuse them of overselling in the last 10 minutes as 90% of it was the two of them selling and not a whole whole lot going on. But despite not doing a whole lot, the crowd was losing their shit. I was losing my shit watching um, Omega hit the one-winged angel at one point. The first time in the in between both matches, he hit the move. He covers Okada, gets the one and the two, and Okada's leg just kind of moves almost on its own to the side and lands on the bottom rope, breaking up the pinfall. Okada hit one Rainmaker after another. Omega kept kicking out. Um, at one point, at the end, of, towards the end of the match, about 55 minutes in or so, Okada goes for the Rainmaker, and Omega just exhausted, can't even stay on his feet and collapse. And Okada going for the move in his last burst of energy, he couldn't stop himself from still attempting the move even though his opponent wasn't there anymore and he collapsed on the ground. Finally, I love the finish. You know, in a lot of these 60-minute draws, you know, you see person A hits the big move, makes the cover, one, two, bell ring for a 60-minute time limit draw. And this one, Okada hits the ringmaker. And both, they're both down. And Time is running out. There's less than 30 seconds ago, and Okada is dragging his body. I mean, it's probably like six feet of difference, and he managed to not be able to reach Omega in 30 seconds despite being six feet away from him. He drags himself over. The, the announcer is counting down less than 10 seconds. Omega makes the I'm sorry, Okada makes the final leap to try to make the cover, and he comes up short. Clock runs out, the bell rings, and we have a 60-minute time limit draw, ladies and gentlemen. Dave Meltzer um, gave the original match six stars, and I know that some people have found a Ricky Steamboat Rick Flair match from 1989 that he also gave six stars. But um, if you just think that this was the first 
six-star match. He then gave this match six and a quarter stars, which just seems absurd. Um, I think a lot of people felt that that star rating kind of made star rating jump the shark. And I guess I can see why people think that because if you're going to go over six, because, I mean, what made the six-star match so much exponentially greater than just a five-star match? Like, if you're going to still do the fractions all the way up, why wouldn't you go with the last one being five and a quarter, five and a half? Like, what? It, you know what I mean? It's hard to go, up, oh, keep everything between six. And then six, and he felt in his mind this was better than the greatest match of all time. But I guess it was only marginally better because he could only move that a little bit over to six and a quarter. And I just, like, and I know a lot of people are stretching their heads on that one. But, you know, what can you do? You know, star ratings are subjective. And my thought generally is, why does other people's opinions on a wrestling match matter to you? If you think you know, Al Snow and Head versus Too Much is the greatest wrestling match of all time. Who am I to tell you that it sucks? You know? And, you know, if I think Okada and Omega was uh, a lousy match and that they oversold, you know, you may roll your eyes, but if that's my true and honest opinion, and I'm not just trolling you to get a reaction, you know, whatever, right? Um... And so that was Okada and Omega at the Tokyo Dome. So I guess the other big news, and this is, you know, not wrestling-related, it's MMA-related, boxing-related, is that we're getting a super fight. August 26th, Floyd Mayweather, 49-0, is coming out of retirement to do battle with UFC lightweight champion Conor McGregor, in a boxing match. Now, this has already this has already been beaten to death, and we got two more months to beat to death even more. How on earth? And I understand the answer is money. Okay. Sorry. Before I start ranting, I already know the answer. I know why they're doing it. They're doing it to make some money. Great. Whatever. The Nevada State Athletic Commission, the safety of fighters. Conor McGregor is the UFC lightweight champion. And he's he's never had a professional boxing fight in his life. So no matter what you think, just because you're great at MMA doesn't mean you'd be a great boxer. And obviously we've seen with people like James Tony. That, you know, just because you're a great boxer doesn't mean you'll be a great MMA fighter. Um, so Conor McGregor, who's never fought in a boxing match in his entire life, is going to enter a boxing ring to do battle with, arguably, one of the greatest fighters of all time, at least in a boxing ring setting, in Floyd Mayweather. The Nevada State Athletic Commission uh, uh, has already uh, long since approved the idea of this fight, saying that they would allow it, they would license it, and all that crap. 
if Conor McGregor was, you know, just pick anyone else in the UFC. Pick, you know, like, I don't know, pick the number 10 person in the UFC lightweight division, and I have no idea who it is, and I'm sure there's some people out there listening who are like, hey, I know who that is. Um, you know, I don't know who the hell it is, but take that. It's a no name to the novice UFC fan and say, okay, now he's going to box Floyd Mayweather. He doesn't have the name value of Connor. He doesn't uh, perhaps have the same MMA skill set as Connor. However, he has the same number of professional boxing fights as Connor, uh, but he has fighting experience. So that's why I'm not saying put me in the ring or something. Um, but uh, so we got that. And so the Nevada State Federal Commission is going to take a total novice, total rookie, and put him in the ring because it's going to make a shit ton of money because that's all they care about. And I don't want to hear the Nevada State Athletic Commission complain that they're concerned about fighter safety because they obviously are not. You know, this fight is bullshit. It's either going to go, it's going to go one of two ways. Floyd Mayweather is either going to knock him out in the first couple rounds, or it's going to be every Floyd Mayweather fight where he dances and carries Connor to a 12-round decision, and either way, he's going to win. There's literally no doubt. Like, I'm sure there will be people who bet on McGregor just because the odds are so long that you'd be a fool uh, not to. Um, and you know, it's just completely ridiculous to take somebody who's proficient in one sport and put him in a telegram. Like, it'd be the same as the other way around. If if uh, Mayweather was going to fight the, under MMA rules against Conor McGregor, he'd get his ass kicked. You know, they can't, they couldn't even... Like, the ball was all in Mayweather's court. Like, he couldn't even, they couldn't even come up with some wacky mixed rules for the fight. It was, you know, like, uh, they were so intent on having this fight, Dana White and Conor McGregor, that they agreed to everything. And they're basically agreeing to allow their cash cow enter, um, enter a cage, or I'm sorry, enter a boxing ring and get his ass handed to him on pay-per-view. And so, you know, depending on how many buys they get, Connor may make $100 million for this fight. You know, good luck, dude. You know, take your $100 million and enjoy it. And, you know, that's all I can say. And, you know, I'm sitting here complaining about it but chances are, on August 26th, I'll find my way to a local bar and probably watch the circus. Because at the end of the day, who doesn't love, you know, watching a freak show? So, before I continue on, I'm going to play uh, something here to break up the monotony of me talking. Uh, let's see. What can I play? Uh, let's go all Malcolm Tucker on everyone. You, yeah, well, usually the phrase, I'm not threatening you, but it's followed by a threat. 
I'm sorry, Malcolm. I'm really sorry. Fuck's sake, Jesus! Right. Well, now we've got another fucking adjective to add to fucking smug and glum, haven't we? Fucking retarded! Jesus! Do you not think it would be germane to check who you're talking to? It's a fucking newspaper office! It's not a fucking sanatorium for the fucking death! Is it? Are you so dense? I'm not gonna have to run around slapping badges on people with a big tick on some and a big cross on others so you know when to shut your gob and when to open it. Jesus Christ. Oh, but that'll probably confuse you as well, won't it? That'll be too confusing. You'll see the cross and go, oh, fuck, X marks the spot. Better tell this little person all about the Prime Minister's fucking catastrophic erectile dysfunction. Oh, but not to worry. Not to worry. You've sent fucking Ollie over there to deal with it. Fucking Ollie! He's a fucking, he's a fucking knitted scarf, that's why. He's a fucking balaclava. Well, you're on very shaky legal ground. Ah, who doesn't love Malcolm Tucker? <sighs> that John Cena uh, is returning again to WWE on the July 4th SmackDown um, in an attempt to stop that show from having the worst rating of all time. Um, You know, it worked last year on Memorial Day. I think, you know, they did a decent rating with his return then and they started the feud with AJ. The big news is that he's not He's no longer exclusive to uh, SmackDown. He's a free agent, so theoretically he could side with either Raw or SmackDown, or he could, uh, I guess he could jump back and forth, which um, apparently is the idea. Uh, They have announced that, you know, next week on Raw, Roman Reigns is going to announce what he's going to do at SummerSlam, which led to some people saying, hey, they might be seen in Reigns then. Who knows? Dave Meltzer reported that's not currently the plan, but why else at this point would they announce a Roman Reigns match two months in advance? But apparently, looking at my switchboard, we have somebody else on the line. And I think I recognize that number. Caller, tell us who you are and where you're calling from. (laughs) Hello, my name's Amanda. I'm calling from New Bedford, Mass. How are you? Amanda, Amanda, I'm good. How are you? I am wonderful. That's well. I'm assuming you're a long-time listener, first-time caller? Uh, Yes, first-time caller. Excellent. I have spoken to you before, but this is my first time calling. Yes, it is. Uh, do you have anything you want to uh, ask or talk about here on our lovely uh, radio program. Well, I know you're talking about wrestling. Now, I don't really know too much because I used to love wrestling, but I haven't been into it for a long time. So, what are we talking about? Um, well, Brian's dealing with some of oh, the family emergency, so I'm just basically talking about anything tonight. Uh, you want to talk okay. about old wrestling? What, what, what kind of wrestling were you watching when you did watch? What time frame? Like, uh, give me uh, an idea. Time frame. So it was like from Hulk Hogan when I was little to like the Gold Man. What was that his name? Gold Man? Gold Dust? What was his name? The guy with gold all dust. the gold. Yes, gold, gold Dust. That was his name, right? And so I went from like yep. the Hulk Hogan, like the young Hulk Hogan days to the Gold Dust days and then kind of ended there. 
Well, uh, you were watching Hulk Hogan. You were watching Hulk Hogan when you were little. Now I'm just, you know, and I was also by the video games, and I had the I had the wrestling ring and the the dolls and all that. Well, judging by the sound of your voice, something tells me you're still little right now. (laughs) I am still little. I am four ten and a half, but I met when I was younger. But I am oh, oh, okay. Okay, that's what you meant. You you, you <laughs> grew up you grew up all the way to four foot ten. And a half. Uh, yes, four foot ten and a half. You know, Goldust is still wrestling. Is he? Okay. Yeah. See what I mean? I don't see. I don't know what I'm talking about. So. Well, you when did I stop watching it then? When he first came out, you know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. He's been out. He's been out since he came out. Begin with. Uh, he's left and come back a few times. Okay. Well, I know I so, used to like to watch it because my brother used to like to watch it with his friends, and they all liked all that wrestling stuff. So I got into it because I liked the boys, and I actually really got into it for a really long time. So it's been a really probably a longer time since then that I've actually really gotten into wrestling. So, uh, I, I guess, you know... I watched a couple of times on E! about those wrestling girls, but the wrestling people, I watched that a few times. <laughs> I, I want to point out, I've never watched Total Divas, but That's a it, whole lot of... Divas. A whole lot of people that I know that don't watch wrestling, they know that I do watch wrestling, and they've... A whole lot of people come up to me and say, oh, I watched the wrestling show on E! I'm like, oh, really? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I only watched it a few uh, times. I I couldn't actually get into it. I didn't. I found it too like it was kind of fake. You know what I mean? The whole show. I didn't get into it. But well, I did it is a reality show. Yes, I but, like reality TV, but I didn't get into to that one too much. I don't know why. It wasn't my favorite. So I guess I should. I guess I should come clean here to the people. Um, Amanda is not just like a random person that stumbled across my link on Twitter mm-hmm. and decided to give me a call. Um, we did set this up. She's my co-worker at, uh, our, yep. at my job. And um, it feels like the best time to talk about what a dumbass I am. Um, <laughs> nor- <laughs> oh, this will be fun. Normally, being called a dumbass is reserved for Brian because, you know, he is the uh, dumbass of the year. However, <laughs> some- sometimes you got to point out when you're being a dumbass. And mm-hmm. two th- two things happened to me tonight um, that added up to my dumbassery, for lack of a better word. Uh, first, first at work, uh, someone came up to me and asked me for change. So, you well, know, <laughs> I gave him I gave him five ones, and then I began to panic as I looked in the drawer, our cash drawer. I couldn't find the one. Like, where the hell did they go? And, you know, I'm lifting up the cash drawer, nothing. Looking in, you know, bags. Maybe fell in the garbage. No. Like, where the fuck are they? Are you just and then I, That's so funny. I love this. And then I found it. They were in my hand. They were in my hand. That's perfect. 
That's wonderful. Uh, that is true. That's better. what happens when you work. When we work, when we work. This is what happens to us. We lose, well, we then it gets lose better, better because I come home and I decide, you know, <laughs> I want to have, you know, a late night snack. And so I go online and I order some food. Well, I went to the website. But then I started doing other things, started setting up for this show. And uh, all of a sudden I went back and realized, oh, crap, I didn't finish the order. So I finished my order for my calzone and uh, mm-hmm. put it through. And about 20 would minutes later, I get a phone call. Would you with no whatever? Would you get on it? Would you get no salami? Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. No sausage, uh, no salami, no but, with, but with mushrooms and extra cheese. Extra cheese, yeah. So about 20 minutes later, I get a phone call saying my food is here. So I go to my door, mm-hmm. open it up, <laughs> and it's the Chinese food that I ordered when I walked through the door and completely forgot about it. <laughs> I love that it's you and not me. I, I stared at the delivery driver in total shock because I could not believe that I fucking ordered Chinese food and completely forgot about it. And so I pay him the money, and I start thinking, oh, my God, can I call and cancel this calzone? And as I'm saying that, that. here he comes right up to my door to deliver the calzone. Were they there at the same time at the door? Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So, in I case you it. live any, in case you live anywhere near me and are really hungry right now at 11:01 p.m., um, stop on by for a piece of calzone, you know, maybe some uh, fried shrimp, you know, if you're lucky. <laughs> Is that what you uh, got? You got fried shrimp? Yeah, I got oh, some jello toast chicken, some fried oh, shrimp, and a calzone. <laughs> that is so what I would do. I'm just so glad it was you. That makes a perfect I'm... ending to my day. How the fuck did I do that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it happens. It happens to the best of us. Listen, my sister, okay, a couple of years ago, like five years ago, she was you know, not in the best state of mind, to say the least, I guess. She was out of it, okay? And I was kind of like babysitter. Mm. And I was living in her house, and she said she wanted to order some food. She went in her room. I didn't see her for like an hour. She was passed out. And then the doorbell rang, and I went downstairs. She lived on the second floor, went downstairs. And it was the pizza delivery guy. So I said, oh. And she ordered food. So I went upstairs. I told her the pizza guy was here. She gave me the money for her food. I come upstairs. The doorbell rings again. There was another pizza guy. There were three pizza guys that came. Chinese food and uh, an edible arrangement. (laughs) (laughs) She was drunk. Okay, not out of her mind. She was drunk. And she really wanted food. So she just, like, ordered everything. 
So she just kept giving me money to pay for it. And she had a shitload of food all over her house. And I'm like, listen, I'm not putting no money into any of this. I'm like, really? Did you really do this? <laughs> uh, yeah. It was, wow. Yeah, there was a lot of fun. And the edible arrangement was nice. That was good. It tasted pretty good. It was a lot of some really good fruit. Those things are good. But I'm like, seriously? Yep. That's, uh, see, uh, you know, that's, now that's crazy. Now, ordering one thing, I can understand because sometimes you'll look at a bunch of different menus. You're like, oh, I want this. And you start thinking, I want this, I want that. And you start ordering something, and you forgot, like you did. And then you saw the other one that you started ordering, but wasn't going to order it because you ordered the other one and forgot you ordered the other one. It's a little more, you know, understandable. Oh, my God. Like, I, I, when they called, and it should have tipped me off because it was a Chinese delivery driver who called about the Chinese food. And so I'm like, I kind of like walking down the street, and I'm like, wow, that's, I'm like, that's kind of weird that you're either a Chinese delivery driver for an Italian uh, pizza place. <laughs> Turns out they do not have a Chinese well, delivery driver. It's weird because they did not, yeah. yeah. Hey. I, I'm, okay, I'm never going to hear the end of this one, am I? Okay. There you get plenty of food. Oh. That's how I look at it. You know me. I'd be pretty excited. I'd feel like, word. <laughs> I got a selection. Oh, <laughs> uh, Lord. So do you, do, you so want, do you have anything to say about... One second. The devil brings the devil. Oh, Lord. Yeah. The heck do you have anything that? to say about... Do you have anything to say about the devil? <laughs> Do I have anything to say about the devil? The devil needs yeah. to leave me alone. <laughs> yes, tell the devil to leave me alone. That's fucking with my life. Okay. Let me live in peace. Okay, well, well, before I let you go, I want you to remember one thing. Uh huh. No one puts a regular person in a birdcage without me having something to say about it. <laughs> I will remember that. Yeah. All right, so... Um, I will not you, forget. In case you want to let the perverts out there stalk you on Facebook, do you want to plug anything, or you'd, you'd rather live without uh, my perverted fans following you? What do you mean? What do you want me to say my Facebook? Well, if you want to plug anything, if anything, you want people to follow you if you're on Twitter or something. I don't even, I think I have a Twitter, but I never go on it, so I don't even know what my Twitter is. But my Facebook right. is Amanda, Amanda Wild with an E at the end. And I'm pretty cute, so you'll know it's me. I don't want to out of curiosity how many Amanda Wilds there are on Facebook. Listen, did you, have you seen my friends list? I got like four Amanda Wilds on my on my friends list. <laughs> Why do you have four Amanda Wilds on your friends list? <laughs> because one day I'm like, let me just see. And I searched my name and a few of me came up and they weren't all me. So I went and looked at all of them and I friend requested all of them and most of them accepted my friend request and it turns out that I'm actually related to all of them. Interesting. Huh. So if you want to yeah. find her, just look for the Amanda Wilde that's friends with like 15 people named Amanda Wilde. 
<laughs> yep, that's me. And I live in I live in the United States. All the other ones live in Europe, where most of my family wow. lives. Yeah, they all live in Europe. And I talk to them. They comment on my posts. I comment on theirs. We talk to each other. It's so crazy. And we're all actually related. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, hailing from Europe, Amanda Wilde. Yep. And they all have accents. Oh, well, I guess I have an accent too, but <laughs> different yeah, Yes, yes, Amanda, you have an accent. I do. I have a Boston accent. And all my family are they European. My dad's European, so they're all in Europe. So they all talk like this. My name is Amanda Wilde. <laughs> Funny. Uh, oh golly, gee, Amanda, you're really a thing, aren't you? It's Irish. Was it Irish or Scottish? I was actually going for Minnesota. Oh, <laughs> like Bobby's world. That's how we try. I think of the Minnesota accent. I think about Bobby's world. <laughs> I just think of Fargo. Hey, even though, don't you know? <laughs> eh? Hey? Hey? Don't you know? I used to love that show. Do you remember that show, Bobby's world? No. You don't? No, I don't. Oh, my God. That's like when we were, like, it was about the same age, so we were, like, first grade, second, maybe, like, kindergarten to second grade. It was Bobby's World. He used to come on in the morning. There was a little boy named Bobby on a bike, and he had an Uncle Ted, and his mom had red hair with a cartoon, and they were from Minnesota. And that's how the mother talked. Uh, to say, hey, Ted, don't you know? So she talked. Uh, I, I'm surprised that the main character in Bobby's World was named Bobby. It was Bobby. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, if you want to stay longer, by the way, and at this point I've gone longer than I was planning on going, so hey, I'm on a roll here. <laughs> you know me, I don't stop talking. That's my, yeah, um, that's either my downfall or my, or my, you know, my way of getting to okay. people. It's either a good thing or it's a bad thing. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. But whatever. I okay. talk a lot. What can I say? Uh, you do not watch wrestling. I think you'd be the perfect person to make a prediction. Okay. Who who do you think will win the Money in the Bank ladder match this Sunday night? Now, I'll give you the participants. Are you ready for it? I'm ready. Go ahead. Okay, the participants. The participants are six of them. There's AJ Styles, Kevin Owens, Shinsuke Nakamura, Baron Corbin, Dolph Ziggler, and Sami Zayn. Mm, I'm going to go with Kevin Owens. Okay. That's not the worst. What do you think about that? Uh, it's not the worst pick in the world. I don't think he'll win, but, you know, it's, who knows Never until the match is over. Exactly. You know, it's, it's always best to have the person who has no idea what they're talking about to make the pick because it makes it so much funnier. <laughs> Who's your pick? Uh, Baron Corbin. Oh, that was the last guy. Was the uh, last next guy. to last guy. Okay. Yeah. Oh, well, the match is on now. Let's see who wins. When is it? Friday and Saturday. 
Sunday. 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 Yeah. I shouldn't know that. See, today's Other Thursday. Other than that, they're always on Sunday, aren't they? Not always, but most of them are. I did used to uh, really like wrestling. It was fun. Also, I used to get to play wrestling with all the boys. That was probably the funnest part. Oh, of course. <laughs> and, you know, you always have your, you always have your parents yelling at you for playing wrestling. You're going to break something or break each other. How just we saw that crazy fun stuff? I had yeah. fun. I still have um, fun. I don't. I don't wrestle anymore. But <laughs> bro, you, you don't wrestle anymore. Nope. Not recently. Damn. <laughs> All not right. to say I never will but, again, but I haven't recently. Nope, I have not. I need to get back in the ring. <laughs> oh. Oh, so sorry. Uh, let's take a deep breath and take a 19-second break, shall we? Sure. You Julius. are a naughty bastard. Best thing I've read all year. That's the only thing, mind you. You've done some pretty awful things to me in my time, but this takes the bloody biscuit. And you've pissed on that biscuit, and I've got to eat it. Well, here's the news, Malcolm. I will not eat the pissy biscuit. Sam, no pissy biscuit. Oh, what are you going on about, Julius? <laughs> no pissy are biscuit. You- Yeah, yeah. I once said that to you and you said, What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I remember. And, that was near the beginning, like, wasn't it? Yeah. And I'm like, Well, they're biscuits, you know, like cookies that have been pissed on. And you laughed like that. <laughs> Do you remember? Yeah. I forget what the channel, I think it was PBS or whatever it was. And you used to have, like, the English shows. Yes. you remember that? I used to remember watching those shows. And I used to always remember running around saying, you bloody mustard, <laughs> instead of you bloody bastard, because I get in trouble. So I used to run around mm-hmm. and say, you bloody mustard. <laughs> I bet your mom wanted to kill you. Yeah, my mother always wanted to kill me. She still does. <laughs> yeah, I just love her. Driving her crazy. She always wants to kill me. That's okay. To be fair, to be fair, it's probably a short trip off the long pier. What? Driving her crazy? Uh, yeah. Yep. Well, I've probably been driving her crazy for 31 years. I was going to say, you know, you're her daughter, so, I mean, I think, you know, something had to have come from your parents. Yeah. I I don't think, you know, your parents were this completely sane, you know, couple, and then they had their batshit crazy daughter, Amanda. (laughs) Well, they had two, I guess, what they consider fairly normal children. I don't consider them normal. They're both crazy, too, and they just hide it better than me. I'm all open about it, and I don't give a shit that I'm nuts. So, whatever. But I was the third one, so I guess I was maybe a mix of all of it. My father was funny out of his mind crazy, and he was very open about it like I am. Not, you know, he was just funny out of his mind, you know, like cuckoo. And my mother, she's just very controlling, but she got all these crazy mind issues that she doesn't realize that she has. 
And I was just a carefree, do-whatever-I-want kind of kid and teenager and did a lot of bad things, and I really drove them nuts. You drove everyone nuts. I did. I still do. I was going to say, you know, we, we, could talk for we could talk for an hour about how you're driving people nuts. <laughs> yep. Um, oh, listen. People drive me nuts, too. But at least um, at the end of the day, I still love everybody. I don't care. If I drive you nuts, you, you drive me nuts. I don't care. I still love you. Do, do you really <laughs> love us all? Mm-hmm. Okay. If you say so. I'm a lover, not a fighter. I get mad at I things. I get emotional. I get cuckoo. But I love everybody. I even love Linda. I'm a, I'm a lover, not a fighter. But I'm also a fighter. Mm-hmm. Don't mess with me. Yeah, don't mess with me. You know what I mean? Don't mess with me. I'm a fighter, but I am a lover. I forgive. I forget. I just like to get along. I like everybody to just be happy. I'm a happy kind of whatever. Everybody should just laugh. I, even when I'm aggravated when I'm sick, no matter what, I still laugh all the time. I love laughing because I think everybody should just be happy all the time. There's no sense in being miserable because you don't know what's going to happen. Right? We don't know if I'll wake up tomorrow. So I like to just laugh and let it, I let it go. I get angry. I let it go. I just keep on going. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Funny. Uh, oh, we're still singing. Okay. Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> What's the next line? Is it turn around and slam the door? Close the door. I don't care what they're going to say. What's the next line now? I forget. Another, another, the next line. It's, um, the cold I never, need, I never needed you anyway. And then the next one is, a, then the next verse is, the cold never bothered me anyway. I guess that's it. I got it. <laughs> Here's my thought. You know, uh, Anna was there and she's singing and she says, the window's open, close that door. I didn't know they did that anymore. Who knew we owned a thousand salad plates? Here's the thing. If she was boarded up in her house for all these years, hey, who was boarding them up since the parents were dead? And, or, you know, I think they're dead. They're dead. Um, and, you know, I don't know. Like, like, what the hell else does she have to do other than count all the salad plates? And how did she survive? If she was bored of that, well, was there any food or oxygen or, you know, any of those things you well, need to live? I, I mean, <laughs> I'm sure they had uh, some, whatchamacallit, uh, some people to uh, uh, cook for them and clean for them, et cetera. Actually, uh, I'm going to call my brother because uh, I'm going to call Brian, get him on the phone if he answers, because I guess uh, he's... Uh, his little boy's out of the hospital, and what better way to get to bring closure to this show than to have Brian on to give us an update? Oh, we're calling somebody else. Oh, I get it. Robin's on the phone. Is your phone ringing right now? Yes. 
Your call has been forwarded to an automated voice uh, messaging system. Brian? Is not available. How the hell are we not able to hang up? At the tone, please record your message. Oh, okay. When you've finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. To leave a callback number, press 5. Hello, Brian. This is Ari and Amanda at the Wrestling Outsiders Podcast. And we just wanted to call bring some... We wanted to bring this show full circle and have you tell us about Noah on the air. Well, if you get this and we're still on the air, give us a call back. If not, oh well. Talk to you later. Bye. Apparently, he's got to be up early at. Apparently, he's got to be up early at five for work. Uh, Noah's <laughs> son, by the way, they took him to the hospital because he was having uh, a lot of pain, uh, and they said there's nothing to worry about. Gave him some liquid medication. Uh, he had some really bad gas. Oh. Yeah. Thing. Yep. How old is Noah? I six. Oh my God, poor thing! This happened to me before. I've gone to the hospital thinking I was gonna die, and I just had gas, and it's very painful. So to be six and go through that is awful. The poor thing. I hope you feel better, Noah. Are we still on the phone? No. I no. They. I hung up. Let it go. Oh, but yeah, still there. I wasn't sure if you were still there. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm still here. here. The show's still here. Yep, we're okay. we're still on the air. It sounded like I hung um, up. Maybe when you hung up, just I heard click the sound. Yeah, because when I hung up, when I left them a message, it made a beat. So can oh, we talk right. about? Can we talk about this guy who tried to make me get in his car today? Sure, let's talk about the guy who tried to get you. It's not funny, but you know, it's, it, I think it's, it's funny it's to hear. It's crazy. Here, here on this it's, wrestling it's, I podcast, I don't understand why not? I go through all this, these crazy. Why not? I almost listen. Yeah. I almost had a wrestle. Okay, I almost had a wrestle. So this is very much related. I'm waiting at the mm-hmm. bus stop for my bus at you know like twelve thirty, twelve forty-five in the afternoon. As opposed to waiting at your bus stop for like I don't know like a John or something. <laughs> I'm on the main street. I'm on my own street where I live. And it's the main street. It's very busy. And I'm looking down at my phone actually texting you. I was texting you about my damn earrings because it was windy out, so it sticks in my hair. And I realized mm-hmm. that I had one earring on <laughs> because I was laying on the couch watching Million Dollar Listings for three hours this morning. My ear hurt, so I took my wow. earring out. But I, I guess I didn't put the, I didn't take the other one out. So here I am on the corner with one bright green earring in my ear because they're frogs. So I had to take it out. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that's that's really irrelevant. But the point is, I was texting you that, and as I'm staring there, a jeep pulls up, a jeep, you know, like with no doors and no no roof, like an open jeep. And there's mm-hmm. a guy in the jeep, and he was pretty young, fairly young, like 24. If that, but he almost seemed like he shouldn't even have been driving the Jeep. Like, he just seemed really young. So he goes, hey, where are you going? Are you going downtown? And I looked up at the bus stop, and I was like, yep, taking the bus. Look back at my phone. And he's like, uh, no, you're not. Just get in my car. I can drive you. Or whatever he says to that effect. I said, no, thank you. I'm all set. I'll take the bus. 
back at my phone, and he's still sitting there, and he says, uh, what did he, how did he say? He was very cool about it, the way that he said it. Um, it was like, no, you fucking won't take the bus. You're going to get the fuck in the car. That's what he said. I said, um, no, I'm not going to get in the car. Thank you. Like, And he kept trying to look at my phone. And he's like, no, you're not taking the fucking bus. Get the fuck in the car. Now, at this point, I freeze. Excuse my, my language, by the way. I'm sorry. I don't know if there are mm-hmm. kids on, on here. Um, um, hopefully not, but, you know. <laughs> no. Um, so it's, so, 11, it's 11.30 on a Thursday night. Excuse me, This is true. I know. I know. I'm sorry. Well, anybody that doesn't like cursing, I'm sorry, but this is what he said. So he says, he's, he's sitting there now. He, he's like, literally, like, he has his car, his Jeep is in touch. Like, he's not even driving now. And he looks at me and he goes, are you really going to make me the F out of my SN car? And starts unbuckling the seatbelt. And I'm like, oh, my God, is this guy really about to, like, throw me in his car? And I'm just kind of frozen, like, I'm not going to respond. I'm not going to move. I'm not going to make any kind of move right now because I just want this guy to go away. And I'm just, like, trying to look away. And then, fortunately, because the street we're on is a very busy street, and now this guy has been sitting there for, like, two minutes harassing me with no cars coming. And this is, like, such a busy street. But finally, like, three cars are all coming in a row, and then they started beeping their horns, and I, like, waved at the cars, and they kept beeping their horns. Like, I was kind of, like, waving kind of frantically, and then the guy drove off, and then I called, you know, I'm 31 years old, and I called my mommy because I was scared to sit on the phone with me, and then finally my bus came, and I took off. But this guy, like, had I been on a different street, like, on a quieter street, this guy probably would have thrown me in his car. Like, he was dead serious, like, like he was getting pissed off that I would not get in the car, swearing at me, and was really unbuckling, tossed his car and unbuckled the seatbelt like he was going to get out and do something because I wouldn't get in the car. It was pretty scary. That happened to me today. But as all the crazy things that happened to me, I, you know, I managed to get through it and survived. I don't know how, but these weird-ass things always happened to me, but it was really creepy, like it actually really... Get the shit out of me. And I mean, I didn't realize this till later. And he's messaging me, and you know, let's just say on a good day, some of your messages don't always make sense. Um, <laughs> so I'm sitting here reading, sitting here reading your messages, and we're talking about our work schedule. And you said uh, I still have, I'm still working Monday and Friday. I'm sorry. He said I'm sorry because I said I've got a headache. Now, like, yeah, evidently, he didn't, he, evidently, he didn't find my other email. Oh, gee, I have one earring on, LOL, LOL, And then you say that, and then immediately you say, OMG, ass was really trying to get me to go in his car, like really begging me fucking creep. Where's my bus? <laughs> And, and then where, like, is, at where is my netting shining armor? Did you get that one? Yeah. Uh, at first, like, I glanced at it, and, like, I was, I was kind of busy, but I'm like, what the hell is she talking about? What the hell is going on? <laughs> is she on drugs? <laughs> well, now, now you get the time frame, so I was, I was responding about the schedule, and then I noticed my earrings, and I thought it was so funny I had to share it with you. And then, like, a minute or two later, this asshole pulls up. 
So all those things just happen happen in the you know a five minute period, and I share everything with you. So it all got sent, <laughs> and you looked at all at one time. <laughs> yeah, I would have been like, "What? What are you talking about?" <laughs> well, that's me in a nutshell, huh? Pretty, pretty much. If you want to be my friend, like you really got to be able to keep up, right? Yep. <laughs> Yeah, you gotta be able to. You gotta be able to keep up. Otherwise, don't bother, because you'll be lost. <laughs> Dave, the redneck Schultz, as the fans call you. You see something like this happen? It's got to be upsetting to you. It don't upset me at all, baby. Let me tell you, I think it's great. You know what I mean? If you're gonna go on the hunt, you gotta be able to run with the big boys. If he can't run with the big boys, he should get out. He shouldn't come out here. Last time I was in San Francisco, I went downtown looking for a woman. You know what I mean? I wanted a woman. I couldn't find a woman. I found a lot of men that look like women. Now, you, Hulk Hogan, you belong in San Francisco. What's wrong with you, Gene? I'm telling you like it is, baby. You belong in San Francisco. That's your kind of place. That's your kind of people because you've never had a woman, baby. What was that from? That sounded familiar. That's uh, from an interview from like 30 years ago. Oh, my goodness. Who was that? Dr. D. David. What was that? I said, who was that? But you were saying it. Dr. Who? Dr. D. David Schultz. Ah. Interesting. He's looking for a, he's looking for a woman. Looking for a woman. He went to San Francisco and he didn't find a woman. <laughs> he sounds like a man who wants a woman to cook and clean and do his laundry. Yeah. That's what he sounds like. <laughs> Now, me ain't none, though. I need a man who's going to come quick and clean for me. Or a woman. Whatever. Or a wrestler. Wink, wink. Wink, wink. wink. Nudge, nudge. Nudge, nudge. (laughs) See, when I was saying earlier, uh, or where's my name, trying to that was supposed to be you. You were supposed to come up here when I was in danger. (laughs) Huh. Uh, Well... I left my horse at the shop. I'm sorry. I couldn't uh, ride up there and rescue you. Yeah. You better learn how. Get to the Bonanza <laughs> theme playing while I'm riding my horse. Bonanza. I did uh, yeah. I did that in uh, Universal Studios. They have the where they do, like, the TV shows, and they pick people from the audience to do it, and they put you, like, on mm-hmm. the screen, like, you go in front of a green screen, and you put the cloth in there, and you do everything, and they put you on the screen for the audience to watch, and I did Bonanza. I was on the horse, and I was, I had money, and I had to throw money out, and all that stuff, it was, and a lasso, and it was fun, and then the same day, we went again, I was with my dance team, there was, like, 20 of us, I got picked the first time, and then we went again so someone else can get picked. But I got picked again. <laughs> they were really mad at me. But I just have that I ability bet. to get someone's attention. So I always get picked for shit. So the second I, time I, I did Ginger in, um, what do you call it there, uh, Gilligan's Island. I was I was Ginger in Gilligan's Island the second time. 
<laughs> I figured what you did, you went up and you unbuttoned your blouse a little bit and showed off. No, I was a then. kid. No, now I probably would have. Well, maybe five, ten years ago I would have. But I was a kid. No, I was only like five, ten years nine. ago. I was, like, I was like nine. Yeah, I was like nine years old when this happened. Okay. Ten years old, yeah, something like that. Lady said five or ten years ago. I'm like, you're 25 five years ago. What the hell are you talking? About? No, no, I'm saying maybe five, five or ten years ago, I might have done that. Uh, you know what okay. I mean? I might, yeah. But no, this was when I was, I was a kid. But I always had that ability to get anybody's attention, and there was like six, seven hundred people in there, and I got picked twice. My, my friends were so mad at me. I'm like, I'm sorry, it's not my fault that they picked me. <laughs> Okay, I'm not going to say no. You know me. I like to be the center of attention, so I enjoyed it. And then I got picked. When we went through the Universal tour, and they went on the um, family, remember Family Double there, the show? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. They had the the whole set there and everything, and I got picked. We did the whole, you know, game show thing and everything, and I went through the whole thing, and I won, and I got to be a slime kid. And I got to sit in the pool to put the goggles on me, and they slimed me, and I got pictures. And I got a big certificate that says you are officially uh, Nick, uh, Universal Studios Nickelodeon Blind Kid. My friends are all mad at me, but I don't give a shit. <laughs> Folks, we're joined by a celebrity today. She was on Bonanza. She was on Gilligan's <laughs> Island. She was... Slimed on Nickelodeon, you know. <laughs> it was fun. Hey, this, if you want to, if you want to get to do fun things, you gotta be like, you gotta make yourself noticeable. And I just have a, a gift. I'm making myself noticed. <laughs> I have a way of getting mm-hmm. people to notice me. I'm very good at that. As a matter of really? fact, yesterday when I was coming to work, not yesterday. Was it yesterday? No, no, it was the day before because it was, what was yesterday, Wednesday? Yep. It was yesterday. Yeah, because that's right. Because I got to work an hour, well, 45 minutes early because I brought the kids to school. So I went and got my breakfast sandwich at the baker. I shouldn't say these things so people don't know where you work. But anyway, so walking down the street and, um, you know, a vehicle of our, our, um, Korea, <laughs> one of the words to use, the kind of vehicle we work with, right, drives by and beeps at me, and everybody on the bus, on the whole, I'm on there, like, right-hand side, so I'm on the passenger side of the bus on the sidewalk, and the whole bus is full, and they were all waving at me, and I'm just cracking up to myself, I'm like, seriously, is that whole bus of people waving at me right now, I'm like, I'm like do they really like me that much down here? <laughs> I thought that's just no, funny because you said we have a celebrity in the house. So I'm still a celebrity at my job because the people on the bus are all like, hi. I'm like, hi. <laughs> I just thought it was really funny. Now, <laughs> now Amanda, the, the one thing, I, I have a lot of things I can do with this show. I can cut up audio. I can play things that people have said in the past. The one thing I can't do is take live audio and replay it. However, I want to let you know that you first you start off by talking about how you don't want to say what we do and what we do and this and that and the other thing. 
And then he said fuck five say? times in like in like thirty did seconds. I? Oh my god, yeah. did I? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say what we do, but bus, 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 <laughs> and then the bus. Did I really? Oh my yeah. god, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I believe, I believe that I did. Listen, I tried. That's going to okay. rank up there with the time that Brian said, I'm afraid I got some bad news. The show was going to start. <laughs> oh, my God. The punch, he forgot the punchline to a joke, I told him, and he screwed it up. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Ladies and gentlemen, this show made You see that I tried. I attempted. I told you earlier. I told somebody that I don't like to think before I speak. It's too much work. I just like to talk. So I tried. I tried to think. I I even had a whole thing where I wasn't going to say nothing, and I forgot all about it. <laughs> Sorry. This, this show may have gone off the rails there. I think so. Yeah. So I came to work, and I wrestled someone. <laughs> Kidding. I'm kidding. They're gonna wrestle me next uh, time you see me. <laughs> oh, I will, but I will, baby. Oh, I know. <laughs> uh, so funny. Hey, I'm not gonna see you tomorrow, huh? Nope, but I'm off. You know, I just realized something. We could get married yeah. right here on the show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is there an audience minister online? <laughs> Uh, we'll we'll get Brian to become a minister and ordain him. We'll get to, we'll call two other people to be witnesses here on the show, and you know, we'll make it right happen. Yeah, yeah. Hey, why not? Yeah, <laughs> I love you. Yeah. <laughs> um, Amanda Wild, will you marry me? Yes. And we go. Yeah. And we go by address. Well, you have to pay for my dress. You gonna pay for my dress? Why do I pay for your dress? Because um, cause you asked me to marry you, so I I'm just trying to gold dig. <laughs> well, are you going to pay? Are you then gonna pay for my dress? Mm. I don't know. Of so, so when we get married on our show here, on this show here, um, are we both gonna be on the same phone or? It's gonna be like here, where you're at your house, I'm at my house. Brian's at his place, and uh, that's so funny. He'll say, we'll have he'll to say kiss you over there. You may, you may both kiss your bride. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to drive to each other, make out in the middle of the street, and then come home so we can finish the show. Oh my God, that's so funny. We should do it while we're at work. <laughs> At, at work and on yeah. the they they won't think that we that it's real. Yep, they'll be calling us. They'll be watching us, you know, on camera. What are you guys doing? Can you can you stop calling, please? We're trying to get married. Can you fuck off? Yeah. <laughs> can we and, can, we, and, check, can we'll, we take out can we take out lunch? <laughs> well, we never work together, so only one of us would have to take our lunch. That's true. That'll be me. Can I take my lunch? 
okay? Can you fuck off? Don't mess with my food. I'm trying to get married and eat real quick. <laughs> It'll be cute. I'll I'll feed you food, you know? Well, yeah. What are you going to feed me? I don't know. I'll get, like, chili from the deli and I'll feed it to you. There you go. I was hoping you were going to say a, that. It's a very romantic food. Well, that's my nickname. I love chili. First thing I learned to we'll cook, get, I told you. We'll, we'll get one cup of chili and two spoons. Mm. Well, I don't, we can't do that because you like your chili plain. I like my chili with all kinds of cheese, black olives, onions, and tomatoes. What's wrong and with you? you? I, <laughs> I'm the condiment queen. I love, you know this, I love condiments. I have to have everything on my food, and you don't like anything on your food. You get a freaking, you get a ham and cheese sandwich with just ham and cheese. If I wanted wanted lettuce and all this crap, I wouldn't ask for a ham and cheese sandwich. I'd ask for a ham, cheese, lettuce, onion, tomato, pickles, (laughs) black olives, green olives, green peppers, yellow peppers, red peppers. Don't forget the banana peppers. Banana peppers. Yeah. Pepper the dog. That's what I get my food. So we'll get two. When I get like a burrito, I get extra like sour cream. I get extra olive. I get extra tomatoes. I like condiments. When I go out to eat with people, people, not everybody really likes to go out to eat with me. Unless they really like condiments, too. Because by the time everybody's done with their food, I have just finished setting up my plate. <laughs> yeah. <We've laughs> I have all my either. condiments in the right spot. I have everything cut up the way it should be. Everything is ready to go, and everyone's like, oh, I'm ready to go. And I'm like, well, I haven't started, so you need to just wait. People know. Yeah, you know, you're not that fond of going on with me. You you and I have only had one meal together. We have? Yeah. I'm sorry, we've wow. eaten lunch together when we went out to eat, but we've eaten lunch at work together. That was the one time we talked about when we went out to eat that one. We went to the, um, that place. I don't diner. say it, but yeah. Yeah, the diner. Yeah, it was a diner. Yeah. That's right, uh, our, and I had first. a I had a cheeseburger and fries, and you had an omelet with uh, mushrooms, right? No, it was, was a ham and cheese omelet. Ham and nope. cheese, that's ham it. Cheese. You had ham and cheese omelet, and I had a big ass cheeseburger. <laughs> it, it was our first date. It was. We have to do it again. Yeah, definitely. You know, before we yep. get married, we should have a second date. Maybe, yeah. Right, that's the important. <laughs> you, you know, coming to this, I think you and I are really getting married. <laughs> well, then maybe they should all get their their uh, black tie affair ready, just in case. Just get your black tie ready, because well, I would probably never have actually have a black tie wedding, because I'm not a black tie kind of person. I'd probably be on the beach, and I tell you, just like where you be in and I'd be growing steak and cheeseburgers and making crazy stuffed hot dogs and crap like that. 
Sounds like a plan. When do you want to do it? Whenever you're ready. Let's do it tomorrow. I thought you are ready. Well, I got to work at one thirty. so what time are we going to do this? Uh, well, you know, there's several hours before one thirty. We stop on down to the Justice of the Peace. You say I do. I say I do. We sign some paperwork. And neither of us change our initials. And then I throw my vest on and walk next door. Yeah. <laughs> and you can come to my window and throw flowers at me. Maybe you can come to my window with like a like a portable air conditioner for the day. I'll come to the window and throw rice at you. Okay. Well, I'll probably be happy. As long as you cook it with some beans, I'll be happy with that. You bet. So if you want me to throw cook the rice with some throw beans. Me a bottle of hot sauce for the whole. I'll be good. Oh, time out. Time out. Time out. Some beans. Bring it to yeah. work and throw it at you. Yeah, I'll just I'll just hold a bowl in front of my hand, in front of my face. <laughs> I'll hold my little bowl. You throw the rice and beans at me, toss me a hot sauce, and we will be good for life. We would so get fired. <laughs> We, we better, we better really, we we better really be in love if that's the case, right? Yeah, because then we'll be broke and homeless <laughs> with two kids. Oh my god! Oh my Don't god! I just thought kids. of another, I just another idea to continue our prank tomorrow. Oh wow! So after we go in, uh, there's, you know, here we have the inside stories here. Uh, we have a new coworker who's going to be training tomorrow. Uh, where we work, and who doesn't really know Amanda or myself. So we're going to go in early and go up to the window and, as an initiation, give her a really hard time like we're two asshole customers. And then we're just going to we're gonna stop and then go back into the office and, you know, let her in on the joke. So... No, so no, we're going to go to the office, then we're going to pretend we're going to rock her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, that, that, that's off. We couldn't do that. That would be awful. We make it tight so, for here's that. My, here, here's my thought. When we, I pick you up and carry you over the threshold. <laughs> now, what do you think that, because um, you have to remember, Linda's going to be there. <laughs> Yeah, maybe not. She's gonna be like, "What the hell?" <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, that would be so like, funny. We just, like, we just got married. Yep. G- give them all well, a heart attack. The two asshole customers who just got married, and then we're breaking into your door. <laughs> and then we're gonna surprise you with, we are, we're gonna train you. <laughs> We're going to train you, yo. You're going to be like us. <laughs> Let me tell you, stick around for a while. You're going to be crazy just like we are. This job's going to make you crazy. I was we crazy before her. I started. And uh, I'm really crazy now. We accept her. One of us. We accept her. One of us. 
out and be like a cult, and we're going to end up scaring her away. My mission is just to make sure that she knows she's Amanda number two. (laughs) You're Amanda Amanda classic. She's Amanda dose. Yeah, you're like you can't. You can be Amanda, but you can't be me. Just understand that. <laughs> I'm kidding. I hope I like her. Have you met her yet? You didn't meet her, did you? No. Only she looks Have sexy. I talked her? to her on the phone once or twice. No, I haven't Wait, met her. You've never... I, I did okay, talk good. to her on so... the phone about once or twice, and it caused some confusion. <laughs> I called. I, I, I called, you know, the other office. And a new, uh, another new worker had answered the phone, and I said it, it was Amanda. And I, I was looking for, you know, a boss. And he started talking to me about how I had made a mistake in the drawer shot. <laughs> He's going on and on okay. and on, this person. And I'm like, at first I oh, thought it was, yeah. you know, the guy that's been there for a long time. And then I'm like, this is not that person. Who is this I'm talking to? <laughs> and I'm like, um... I wasn't there. What are you talking about? And they're like, what are you talking about? Yes, you were here, and you kind of the drawn. I'm like, um, who is this? And they said who they were. I'm like, oh, I'm like, this is not, I don't work there. He's like, isn't this Amanda? I'm like, yeah, Amanda's from New Bedford. I'm like, is there another, this? I didn't know there was another Amanda yet. I said, is there Amanda over there? He said, yeah, there's a girl Amanda that works over here. I said, oh, that's not me, though. <laughs> This is like a 10-minute conversation that went on, and I'm like, what the hell is happening? And we just had, you know, I thought he was the other guy that works there, and he thought I was the other man that works there. It was so funny. I don't know if I ever told you about that, but it was pretty funny. No, you haven't. Then we just ended the conversation on, oh, okay, I'm sorry, all right, bye, and hung up. (laughs) I'm like... He's talking about how I didn't put all these rolls of quarters. I didn't count them or something. I'm like, rolls of quarters? What are you talking about? We don't do rolls of quarters over here. We got to get, we look at the quarter. What's this guy talking about? And then I finally, after I realized, they clicked. I'm like, oh, they do rolls of quarters in that office. I'm like, okay, I can't. So it should be fun. Yep. It should be fun. Definitely. By the way, have I'm going to have to come up with a new name for me, I think. Even though everybody have has you, their own name for me anyway, but. <laughs> have you ever called uh, Ray and Kevin picked up the phone and you thought Kevin was Ray? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, good. I have. I've not done that twice. Yes, oh, I have God. done that. I've, uh, I've, there's, there's been a few people I've talked to and thought they were. Some, when, Mel, when Melvin was here, he's gone, I used to confuse him, Melvin and Marvin on the phone all the time. Mm-hmm. And then they would tell me who they were and I'm like, wait a minute, which one is that? <laughs> I used to get so confused with them two on the phone. But it's easy mm-hmm. enough. Cause now I, know, I know Mike's voice. I know Mike. I love Mike. When Mike answers the phone, I'm like, yes! I talk to me and Mike talk on the phone all the time when I'm at work. He calls me when I'm eating and he's like, what you got there? What you got for dinner? Yeah, where'd you get it from when we start talking about food? We start talking about this. And then I'm like, all right, listen, like, I have a line on my window. I got to hang up. <laughs> Such as got to know, yo. Did you know that um, 
Do you know who got let go? Did you hear? You? No. Um, then I don't. No, no one's listening from work, so it doesn't matter. Lenny, did you know Lenny got let go? Really? Yeah. Why? I don't know. I guess evidently, like, there's not, I, I'm assuming it's it's not in the budget for his position because now they're, I guess, the other, because he was the, the supervisor, the safety supervisor, you know, mm-hmm. like all the supervisor people, all the safety people, you know, I'm talking about people that wear the best and drive the cars. Well, mm-hmm. I guess they're looking at it like the amount of work, I guess, he had can be handled by them. So he wasn't needed. That's the story I get. This has become... Yeah? This has become the most unique episode of the podcast ever. (laughs) Oh, good. So I said I didn't know what to talk about when I called and I haven't shut up. No, Ben, we talked about for five minutes about wrestling. And we spent the last hour talking about my job. We can talk forever about our job, and it's never-ending, the amount of talking we can do about it. Oh, my gosh. Remember when the show used to be about wrestling? <laughs> Slam. One, two, three. Ding, ding, ding. Yay! I Okay, what 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 else can we play here on the old uh, clip on the audio clips? What was that? So when you gonna do an ad thing? Is that what you do when you play those things? Then ad? Not really. Um, just to, this gives you a reason to take a breath, get a drink of water or something, and uh, let's see. Ah, oh, this was good last week. Let's play it again. So if it works. Mm-hmm. It'd be great if it worked. You know? If you want to win the game, you got to take a good aim and get the most marbles with your hip Playing Hungry Hungry. Kent Patera. Hungry Hungry. Kent Patera. Hungry Hungry. Kent Patera. This is the name of the game. And whosoever hippo gets the most marbles wins. Playing Hungry Hungry. Kent Patera. Hungry, hungry. Kent Patero. I win. Hungry, hungry. Kent Patero. From Hasbro. Nice love playing Hungry, Hungry. Kent Patero. <laughs> I actually took a drink of water. That's fine. You said it and subliminally, and you made me go get my bottle of water and take a sip. <laughs> well, while you were talking, I took a drink of Sprite, so, you know. Oh, yeah? See? Yeah. Yeah, that works. Yeah, Sprite. The official drink of people with a lot of takeout food. <laughs> well, I cooked tonight. I made country-style pork ribs with the rice. And, um... No. Why am I, I never invited? I didn't make vegetables. That's okay. I made, oh, I made snap peas with vegetables. That's what I made. Oh, snap peas. <laughs> Uh, actually, they were really well, good. I, I cooked them in bacon fat. <laughs> See, I took all the nutrition out. I cooked them in bacon fat and, yeah. you know, like salt and pepper and some spices and shit like that and butter and whatever. Oh. And they were really, I, I, really unbelievably delicious. 
I love that I'm your fiance, and yet I am never invited over for dinner. Uh, that's yep. because every time I'm available to make dinner, you're working. <laughs> yeah, well, every, well, every time I'm available for dinner, you're at work. Uh-huh, exactly, because we alternate night shifts, so <laughs> we can never actually have dinner together because neither one of us drives. So on Sundays, we have no way of transportation. We, we'd so have that's to our only day off. We'd have to, we'd have to spend you know, spend money on cabs. Yep. Yeah. We'd have to because I'll, I'll, that's just I'll come over because we work the same. We work opposite nights. I'll come over Saturday night, and you know we'll just uh, get together and you know spend the and weekend also, together. I, love to, I do love to cook. I love cooking. You know that. I love cooking. Well, sure. I don't know that. I just I assume that. Well, you know, I'm always cooking. I'm always talking about the food I make, and I'm all happy about it. I just love to cook. Because I know that my food is always good. Because mm-hmm. I like to eat, and I like to eat good. So I cook good, and I love when people love my food. Well, I'm going to have to come over sometime to see how good your food really is, I guess. Yep, and you have to tell me ahead of time because you like to eat plain. So I'll have to make sure that I make your stuff plain because you're, you're a plain person and I put everything on everything. So I won't do that to you because I know how you like to eat. Did I tell you yep. about the gift I got today from um, Nylea, from my little baby? You, you did, but, you know, feel free to share it with the I world. Guess. We've shared I did Everything tell you else already. Yep. <laughs> well, it was so sweet. I picked her up from, she's five. I picked her up from daycare. And she had a big, she doesn't, big bag. She doesn't weigh that much. So. She what? She, uh, she doesn't weigh that much. So, you know, even though Amanda's only four foot ten, it was easy to pick her up. It's about ten and a half. Okay. Get it right. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, she's, no, she's five and she's like 35 pounds. She's a little peanut. And she made me all these gifts. They were making Father's Day gifts for all the fathers. And my daughter decided, or she, her, her teacher said that she insisted that she make gifts for me for Father's Day because I'm her mother and her father. And she said she was the only kid that did that, which really made me very emotional. And she made me all kind of pictures and drawings, and she made a painting with her handprint an orange so it looks like a fish and it's under the water. She painted the water and everything and it has a hook on the hand and it says, I'm hooked on mommy. And on the back of the painting, it says, happy father's day to my mom slash dad. Love Nylea. And she um, made me a footprint of her shoe that says, I walk in my hero's footsteps. And in parentheses, it says my mom slash dad again. And then she made me a big a big card, and it has a little gingerbread woman on the front, and it says, I don't have it in front of me, but it says, um, like, my mom is the world, and my world is my mom. And on the inside, it has all of my information that she filled out on her own of all the things that I love and everything, and she was 
like right on, and it said my mom's name. She put my first, my middle, and my last name. She put my age, even though she put a year <laughs> older than I am, but that's okay. She put that my mom loves my mom loves to cuddle with me. My mom loves hot sauce, which I do. My mom loves to eat sushi. My mom loves to drink coffee. Um, my mom is very good at eating. <laughs> And um, I love my mom because she is my mom and she loves me all the time. And if there was one place in the world I can go, it would be to go to the park where she always pushes me on the swing. And I love my mom and she is everything to me. Said. And when I read it, I cried and I cried and I cried because she really, it made, she was only five and it made me feel so appreciated by her that she realizes that I am her parent and, and she feels that I'm always there for her. And she's only five and she knew all those little details about me that are 100% true. And it was just crazy that my own, my five-year-old kid knows me that well. It just made me very, like, emotional and very happy. It was awesome. That, that is awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, I figure we're not going to top that, so... We're going to end the show. Um, thank you so much for uh, joining me tonight, Amanda. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. We've been talking for a and long time, huh? An hour and ten minutes almost. The show went 90 minutes. I was planning on having it go 30, and you know, I made it 90, and about 70 minutes of it with you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, It was right. fun. We should start our own podcast together. <laughs> Well, ne- next Thursday, 10 o'clock, Brian will be back, allegedly. We're going to talk Slamboree with David Arquette as the world champion, defending in a cage mm-hmm. match. Yeah. And, and, and I'll the- do my research. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, Amanda will call in next week. We can talk about wrestling. <laughs> Amanda will call in next week to talk about wrestling. Christ knows yes, what it will actually be about. But um, to play us out, thank you all for listening, and I'll talk to you again in seven days. Good night.